Welcome to Commodity Conversations, brought to you by the team at Mercado. This is the podcast that aims to keep you up to date with the latest ag markets and news. My name is Robert Herman, and today we are having a look at the sale of PTIC heifers, so pregnancy tested in calf heifers on Auctions Plus, but with a twist that is probably a first time sale in Australia, and we'll tell you more about that later. First, let's have a quick look at markets. Canola continues to roll along, $870 a tonne into Geelong. And in fact, in WA, where there's a big crop coming, quote is that in Kwinana is for over just over $900 a tonne. Wheat, APW into all the major export ports is above $340 a tonne. And again, in WA, where the season is just uh, in, a, in a wonderful state, the quoted price for APW wheat is $370 a tonne into Kwinana. Talking about cattle, the Eastern Young Cattle Indicator is 240 cents above this time last year, and that puts it above 1,000 cents. Most of the numbers and strength for this uh, strong market are coming from the Roma sale yards in Queensland. The Eastern States Trade Lamb Indicator is sitting comfortably in the mid 900 cent range, while restocker lambs are quoted by MLA above 1,000 cents in New South Wales and Victoria. This is quite a remarkable level, given that we are at the beginning of the spring flush of supply, where traditionally the market comes under pressure. The wool market, just a quick note on that, it struggled over the past two weeks, but it had a more positive week with merino types, especially the fine types, improving as the number of bales offered was reduced. Growers took a position to hold back some wool based on the weaker sales opening for this season. So there's a lot of positive news around the moment in the markets, and you can get all the details by going to mercado.com.au. Now, just a quick word about our sponsor before we get into our podcast. Our sponsor for the Commodity Conversations today is the G. Snyder Group. They're specialist wool processors and exporters and have been operating in Australia for a really long time. And you remember a couple of weeks ago, we had Mark Symes, the Southern Manager, talking about their Wool Connect conference. That conference is coming up on the 7th to the 9th of September, and we recommend that anybody who's interested in the wool industry has a look at it and goes over to the G. Snyder Wool Connect Conference, and you'll find that the range of speakers covers everything from uh, Australian production to Hugo Boss at the other end of the scale. A really good conference, and Mercado recommends that, and thanks G. Snyder Group and the Wool Connect Conference for their sponsorship today. Now let's introduce our guest on Commodity Conversations today. We have Ken Mile. Ken is the Nutrien Ag Solutions agent based in Wagga. And importantly for this exercise, Ken is at Auctions Plus Level 1 Accredited Assessor. So welcome to Commodity Conversations, Ken. I've got to say that what really got us interested in talking to you was something we noticed on Auctions Plus where we saw advertised last week uh, some PTIC heifers and that's not unusual on Auctions Plus, but uh, what was unusual for us was that they were going to be sold based on the sex of the calves they were going to have, which I thought was a first, but perhaps you could tell me a little bit more about it and, and how you came to putting this line together, Ken. Yeah, thanks, Robert. Uh, yeah, so we had a, a client of mine um, came to me uh, a few months ago when he when he wanted to put these cattle in calf and and he said, um, he, he's actually a veterinarian himself. And he said, I've got the ability to actually sex those fetuses. Do you think it would add value to, uh, to the group of cattle um, when we go to market them? And, and 
my initial response is I don't know because we we don't really know. It's not something we've seen a lot of. There's some studs um, do this when they're selling stud females. I'll sell a you know sell one one female and they'll tell you if she's uh, in calf with a in calf with a male calf or in calf with a female calf. But um, on a commercial side, I hadn't seen it done before. Um, and yeah, if it has been done, it's obviously uh, not very not very common. But um, so it was it was basically just an experiment to um, to see whether it would add value because um, because this client had the ability to do it. So. Well, we with Mercado here, we love innovation and new ideas, and uh, and so that's why we think it's terrific that that um, you've done something like this. I suppose Auctions Plus would be the best platform um, to put it on. And um, can you just explain how for that? You know, some people mightn't have been engaged with Auctions Plus before, but just explain the process for getting these cattle onto Auctions Plus. Yeah. So. Basically, uh, Auctions Plus has become become very um, popular and and a, and a very good tool for agents to use and and livestock producers to market their cattle. It's been around for a long time. It's actually it was it was around before the internet. It's been, it's a very old system, but it was just it sort of plugged along the background there and wasn't wasn't the main um, platform for quite some time. But with um, with the way things have gone, with with um, improvement in technology and and also. Um, our current pandemic situation, it's been a, a very good tool for us. So how Auctions Plus works is uh, an accredited assessor has to go and assess the cattle first in which they, they weigh the cattle, they make um, judgments that are all, um, you know, uh, objective judgments on the cattle. Um, so to give the, uh, the purchaser comfort in the knowledge that they're going to get what they, what they read on the paper, they're going to, they're going to get what, what they're told uh, is there. Um, so the assessors are, are ranked and, and they improve as they from starting at a level three and up to a level one and that's on um, on how many cattle you've assessed. Um, so that gives the, the buyer more confidence as well. Um, and then you take photos of the cattle and videos uh, to present the cattle as they are. Um, and then they are marketed on, on the Auctions Plus platform where it's a helmsman auction held on uh, the cattle sales are on Fridays. Um, and that helmsman auction runs um, runs until they're sold. So it's uh, it's been very good for us in uh, working out of Wagga Wagga, where we have a very good livestock market, basically a fat market though. Um, all our cattle are sold live weight, um, and, you know, pre weighed before the sale. So you know things like cows and calves aren't really ideal for our um, our market. So you know it's something that we use a lot in the Wagga area because uh, because it's uh, it's such a good option for us and and it's really opened up the buyers um, from interstate which with the current rebuild that's happening with the herd has been uh, been very valuable. So um, we know that they were pregnancy tested in calf. What was the other details of the cattle? So the breed and um, bloodlines, age, etc. That uh, the cattle you're offering. What was what was the details of them? So we sold we sold uh, 147 heifers. Uh, the heifers were broken up into AI lots, so they're also AI'd to a, um, a very good sire in Rennie Lee L508, um, who is the sire that produced the bullet done in that made 140,000. So the, the sire side of it was very good in the, in the AI group. There was 96 heifers AI'd to him. Those um, they were all Angus heifers, um, and those heifers averaged 420 kilos. They were 16 to 18 months old, um, and the AI group were pre-testing calf three months um, in, in terms of calf three months in. Um, and then we also sold um, also sold some natural matings, which, which were the backup joinings. Um, and they were sort of one to two months in calf um, as they followed the AIs. So you might just, um, we're, we're pretty sure we all know how um, 
cows getting calf and, uh, and how we test uh, whether they're in calf or not. How do, how do we, um, how did the vet, and in this case, the vet was the owner of these cattle, how did he determine the sex of the fetuses? Yeah, so it's, um, it, I didn't actually get to see it, unfortunately, but they do have a, like a, a specialised um, scanning device that they use on the cattle and they scan the, the fetus. And he, uh, he explained it to me and, and tells me it's a very simple um, process where they, where they scan the fetus and they can see it. It's very clear and very accurate that you can tell whether it's a, a male or a female calf by, um, by the structure of that fetus. Um, and it's basically 100% accurate um, from, the, from the tools the the only inaccuracy comes from from user error. That's and in, in terms of um, you know misrecording or something like that. But but the tool itself is is basically one hundred percent accurate. So it's um no it's really, it's very good technology and and it uh, it added a lot of value to these cattle. So we um as you know the, the herd in Australia is down and, and people are trying to improve numbers. So it um it it wasn't any great surprise that the females won the day. Um, so that there was um. The heifers that were in calf with a female fetus, they they topped the sale, averaging twenty six hundred and forty dollars, um, which was ahead of the male fetuses that uh, that made twenty five hundred and fifteen dollars on average. Um, and you know the, the the real value, I suppose, for people buying these females was that they they were buying. Um, you know, there was 50, 50, uh, 50 females there, but they were also getting fifty calves by. A bull who um, who is you know an industry leading sire. So the the progeny of those calves, the fifty calves that they're going to get, they have an AI program, so they're going to be born in, in sort of a ten day period, and and they're going to have a beautiful line of heifers to join up um, in in the coming years. So it um, it really added some value, and then I suppose our control to see whether you know it was a bit of an experiment really, and our control to see you know what value this added. That the natural joined heifers um, that that weren't sexed, they were just they were just natural joined and, and pre-tested in calf. They made 24, 21 on average. So you're sort of, um, you know, you're $220 um, premium for your female sex AIs and, and sort of a hundred, a hundred uh, odd dollars for, for the male calf. So it, um, you know, it, I was you know really happy with the result and thought, um, thought it added a lot of value to, to this trade. Yes. It's a, it's a great explanation. I'm talking to Ken Mile today, and we're talking about this, uh, you know, what I'm calling a uh, Australian first, Ken. I don't know that anybody else has actually sold heifers that are PTIC and sex fetuses. Um, Ken is um, Wagga-based, Wagga-Wagga-based. I think we've got to make sure we, we pronounce, we use the Wagga name correct, Wagga-Wagga name correctly. Uh, Ken's with Nutrient Solutions, and he's a, an accredited level one auctions plus assessor. Ken, um, the sale went well. Obviously, you just explained that. Um, where did the did we were able to see where the buyers came from and and how much demand you had? Yeah. So um, yeah, we we had um, we had buyers from they basically stayed reasonably local. We, we went to Orange, uh, Yanko, Burrawa, Matamani, um, Gundagai, um, and then some heifers came back around the Wagga area. But uh, yeah, so they, they got a bit of a spread on, but um, but yeah, basically sort of within a, a four or five hour radius of Wagga, yeah. Well, look, well done. Um, we'd, be, we'd be crazy not to talk to you today about um, the lambs because Wagga is at this time of the year probably the epicentre of the uh, sucker lamb market. Uh, I know speaking to you yesterday in planning for this, you'd, um, you'd been at the, at the uh, market. I think it's a Thursday sale up there. You'd been there on Wednesday night till about 10 o'clock and then back again at 2 a.m. on Thursday morning. 
handling some big drafts of lambs. Can you just give us a bit of an insight as to what's going on in Wagga at the moment? We can see the numbers going through. We can see the prices are very strong. Um, what are the lambs like? How do they compare to other seasons? And, um, and how's the demand, how widespread is the demand? And, and what's your take on this market now? Yeah, so the, the lamb market's um, really going from strength to strength every week at the moment. The lamb market's different to what I've seen in previous years in Wagga. Um, and and it, it's different in that because a lot of producers had a lot of feed, they've, they've got less numbers of stock on, they're able to get their, their old lambs out to heavier weights. So the supply of lambs right through has remained very constant. Um, but right through the prices remained very constant as well, which has been great to see. Um, we had lambs yesterday in Wagga, heavy old lambs out to $380 or $379.20, um, which was just shy of an Australian record. They, they were some lambs that were, you know, probably 40 kilos live weight, uh, uh, dead weight, sorry. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's any of those producers that have held onto the lambs have done really well out of it and they've been able to do it because of the seasons going with them. Um, as for the sucker market, it's just getting ramped up now. Um, the suckers are... I would say that they've been quite slow in our, our, our area. Um, we're seeing the, the very wet season has, has sort of um, had an effect on those lambs and, and stopped them from gaining at their usual rates. Uh, we are seeing some very good suckers come, come out of, um, come out of uh, Narandra area and, and south of Wagga, um, but sort of east of Wagga has been very wet and, and has hampered them um, a, a little bit through that wet season. But, um, yeah, all, all the lambs yesterday, like they're, they're making... They're making up, up over a thousand cents per kilo dead weight, um, and the buyers are, are basically, um, you know, they're, they're they're really competing to try and get get their numbers there. And I think um, I had a, had a bit of a look there earlier, and and the year to date slaughter's up five percent on last year, and you're still seeing the market um, at uh, you know the the trade lamb indicators at nine fifty one, which is its highest point ever. It reached that on Monday, and I would suggest that will keep rising after after Thursday sale. So. It's um, no, it's all all very positive on the lamb front. That's for sure. Yes, it is, and I, I know you, we were also talking yesterday, Ken, and you talked about a big line of um, store lambs that came through, thirty kilogram live weight store lambs. Can you just tell us a little bit about those lambs, how they sold, because that's the sort of lamb that's going to be purchased, turned out, and come back in again early next year. And I know there's a lot of um, backgrounders who are thinking about that sort of a a deal. Um, how did those lambs go? Yeah, so we had we had four and a half thousand lambs off off um, one property uh, west of Wagga. Um, those lambs were what's up at Moreno lambs. They had an estimate average of around between sort of twenty eight to, to thirty kilos. Um, those lambs made one hundred and sixty three dollars fifty on average for the for the four and a half thousand. They were they were basically an entire drop. So you range from the, the top few pens of those lambs actually went to slaughter. They they went to a, a trade weight market, and the and the bottom were obviously quite light, but they were, they were the tail end. So you had a bit of a range there. But but the um, the lambs were, were basically made around that sort of one hundred and sixty dollars to get into a store lamb is is what you need to pay at, at minimum at the moment. Um, the you know on auctions plus on on Tuesday there was some second cross lambs twenty nine kilos. Um, that made one hundred and seventy-five dollars, um, and that's that's not uncommon. We're seeing that quite a lot. There's a lot of people that want to get into the lamb market, and they've got feed there, they've got excess grain there that they want to uh, they want to turn into into meat. But it's just um, it is hard to get in at the moment. But it's certainly uh, there's certainly a lot of positivity about it, and, and plenty of people willing to to have a crack. So yeah. 
Well, it's been terrific talking to you, Ken, and we really thank you for your time. Um, I, I congratulate you on the initiative uh, with your client to, uh, to do that. Let's see if it, um, it takes off, who knows. Um, we usually ask, uh, uh, finish off by asking a question a little bit out of left field. So you just talked about those store lambs that are, that are selling between you know, 160 and, and, and 170. As, as an advisor and as a person who's been in the game for a while, would you rather be a seller of those store lambs at 170 or a buyer of those store lambs at 170? <laughs> that's um that's a good question i think um i think it basically comes back to your system i i um i'm certainly purchasing lambs at that money for clients and and i am also selling them for clients it comes back to what you're good at doing and if you're if you're a breeder of store, store lambs and that's what your your country's um good to do that's uh that's what you should be doing if you've got the ability to get them heavier i, I would certainly be getting them heavier but it's um yeah there's certainly Anyone that's putting them onto crop or onto loosen or onto barley feeders is going to uh, is going to do well out of them. I would think. Um, obviously, when the market's very strong, it's very hard to predict where it's going to go. But we've got some good indicators in that um, there's strong export demand, and you know I, I think we've got a bit of confidence that that the market will continue to um, to stay fairly strong um, uh, into the near future. Anyway. Well, great job, Ken, and um, thanks for coming on Commodity Conversations. We'll be watching closely this store lamb trading model over the next four or five months. We, we agree with you. We think if you look at the demand out of the US for those heavy lambs, which is where these lambs would be destined, um, the demand looks really solid and, um, and they've got a strong appetite for our lamb now, especially on the back of their COVID restrictions. So thanks, Ken. All the best. And we look forward to having you back again on Commodity Conversations sometime soon. No problems at all. Thanks, Robert. We'll talk soon.